suplex. What's up, everybody? Ding, ding, ding. Welcome to a new edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. It feels like kind of weird around here. Does it? I bought this padlock and I like locked up the old folks home today. <laughs> hey, you missed one. <laughs> we kept the good one in. We kept the good one out. But Chief is at the Balloon Festival in New Mexico. Aaron ditched us for a Comic-Con in Boulder City. So here we are live from the WWDB TV studios for the Yeet edition Yeet! of Thoughts Count Anywhere. What's up, Ryan? Oh, you know. Uh, you know, I was supposed to dress up as a pirate today, but due to circumstances and um, other things out of my control, um, such as Renaissance Fair activities, I am now here in a, as a normal person, and I will be dressed up later. You so, don't look like a normal person. You're, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but we are here to talk about everything pro wrestling in this crazy week. Oh, let's start with... I got some bullshit from Fremont Street. We can Ooh. start with story time with Matt. <laughs> it's a man A man A man A man And now here is your storytelling host, Matt Mullen. The Mr. Rogers of the Fremont Street neighborhood. Take it away, Matt. What's happening in the neighborhood? Good old Fremont Street on Friday the 13th. <laughs> as bad as that statement sounds is as bad as it was. There was some guy who thought it would be a good idea to rob somebody with a mask on. But took the mask off like before he even left the camera range. So when we grabbed him on the other side of the street, he was completely shocked of what was going on and was denying everything. And I was like, hey, dummy, look at the screen. You might want to keep it on until you like, I don't know, get away. So he ended up with like a couple felony charges and he went bye-bye. Even Metro was making fun of him. <laughs> what, was the mask at least a cool mask or was it just like, no, it was like one of those screen masks okay I mean at least it was a Halloween mask yeah, it was like a Halloween mask but like if you're gonna like run away with, like a mask on at least get to like the next block I mean it's Fremont it's it's Fremont and it's like a I always thought America's Dumbest Criminals was like a fake television show <laughs> until I started working security <laughs> The thing ain't real enough. Because some of them people are... I was going to say a word that'll get us canceled, but they're not smart. <laughs> I think it starts with an R. A hard R. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Alright, but enough of that nonsense. Let's get to some pro wrestling talk. Hey, do you hear that? What? I hear voices. Good, it's not just me. I thought I was going crazy nope. again. Nope. I hear voices. Rumor is WWE is targeting Survivor Series for the return 
of Randy Orton. Man, you know what? Look, I I want Randy to come back. I, I know he has a lot still to offer. Um, my biggest issue is I don't think Survivor Series is the place to do it. Where do you want to see him come back? Rumble. Make it special. Make it like the last couple Rumbles, I'm sorry, have been not anything to write home about. Uh, um, Edge being the, the biggest return. Um, I need to see him come back there unless they've got something way bigger planned for Rumble. I just don't see that. True. So I, I don't know. I I think Survivor Series is already shaping up to be a stacked card. <clears throat> I don't think they need him. They need him back in the company. I don't. Th- I just don't think they need him back at Survivor Series. I kind of want to see him come back at Survivor Series because if he comes back at the Royal Rumble, that means he's going to win the Royal Rumble. And I really want to see Cody win the freaking championship finally. And if Randy Orton wins the Royal Rumble, that's going to put a huge bump in that road. Yeah. Um, Thomas just said it's looking like Survivor Series is going to be Raw versus SmackDown themed. I agree. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I can um, see that, you know, but you know, whatever we'll see. I don't know, we'll see. I I don't know, man. I, I'd hold Randy off. But the thing is, does he have to win the rumble, or or can't we just can't we set up another angle, let him get tossed out by somebody, and then he gets a feud with somebody? True. Maybe gets tossed by. Well, now okay, now what's the situation of the rumble? Is somebody like Seth going to be in the rumble too? Or, or, or are both champions out of the Rumble now, like back in the day? I would guess both champions would be out, but I don't know if Seth is necessarily going to be champion by January either. That's also probably true. Hmm. I did see another rumor that oh yeah, completely I was like looking into because we were there, yeah. and if that would have happened, I would have lost my shit. But there was rumors that they were planning on a Karrion Cross versus Bray Wyatt match at WrestleMania 39 with Bo Dallas, Scarlett, and Alexa Bliss all involved in the angle somehow. That would have been cool to play out live. Um, for five people, yeah, it would have been cool. Who's <laughs> the sixth person? Ain't me. <laughs> but, uh, but look, it, I think it's cool. I think it's, I think it's super cool that that they were going to do another angle with Bray for that. Um, but Cross is not the guy. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Cross is not the guy. He's not that guy, pal. Okay? <laughs> I know I know you little marks want to be like, Ooh, Cross, <laughs> Cross. What has he done? What has he done? Nothing. <laughs> I think he has, like, he has, like, the places to go, but I don't think they've given him, like, the freedom to, like, do what he's done, like, in the past. Even in the past, I've watched, I and I, and I went back to be like, am I just, am I am I the bad guy? Am I the bad guy? That's why, because in the past, I was looking <clears throat> at some of his stuff, and I'm like, this is boring. Like NXT or FSW? FSW, uh, Lucha Underground, Impact. I'm like, this uh, all just sucks. Oh, shit. It's very slow, methodical, boring stuff. Like, I don't care. The, the, the closest thing he had that was decent, and again, I like the guy. I think he's awesome. I just, it doesn't translate to the masses. That's the problem. Uh-huh. It's uber creative, but it doesn't translate to the masses. So it seems like it's very bland. I, I'm glad they scrapped that because it would have been a shit show. 
I think that might have been like Bray Wyatt has a way to like get people on the map. I think he would have done it in a way that probably would have brought Cross up to that next level, but we will never know now. We might. But now I'm kind of scared to know, like, do this other rumor. There's rumors <laughs> that Karrion Cross is going to get a major push from creative in the very near future. Look at that. Look at that. He's getting another chance. Also, Thomas said, <laughs> Thomas said, thoughts and views expressed by Ryan do not represent this show. <laughs> oh, I know. Facts. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm here for the controversial topics. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's go straight to the Tuesday Night Wars. Let's do it. That's been like the biggest controversial talk all week. topics, baby. WWE NXT beat Dynamite in the ratings. Was it 90? It was like 96. 921,000 to 609,000. Dynamite put up pretty good numbers for having to change like the day they do their show, but. Are those good numbers? Not really. Like, are those good numbers? Mm. 609,000? They lost like 200,000 to what they usually get. Oh, they actually got But either way, they would have lost it. NXT because you put Cody, Undertaker, everybody else on one show, Cena, everybody's watching. On Tony's birthday show. How freaking hilarious is that? And then this little coked out child, man child, goes on and on Twitter and then posts a, a picture of a door that says that spray painted bald asshole. That's hilarious to me. And then he was, like, tweeting that this is the first show The Undertaker and Cena have been on without a, at least a million viewers. He's so <laughs> butthurt right now. He don't know what to do. It was the first developmental show they've been on. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> uh, he has because he's co- – yeah, Thomas said Tony's gone nuts. He uh, 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 he has because he's – He's gone full Tony Montana. He's coked out, dude. Like, every time I see him, he's like, welcome to AW. Yeah, we're going to do things. Yeah. <laughs> Who had the better show on Tuesday? NXT, hands down. I knew you were good. There was like legends on there. It's like. It's not. You can take all the legends off. The match quality was far better than AEW. I would definitely say NXT was a better show, but I did watch Dynamite too. It was good. There was, I would say it was like 60 40 oh NXT. Man. With but, just match quality? Match quality, no, I'd give it to NXT for sure. But no, I'm saying so. You're saying overall, you think AEW? I think if there was like a vote out there, it would probably be 60 40 cool. NXT. There's a lot of AEW marks. Who out are there. you? Are you sure? Ratings say otherwise. I'm just saying. True, but we can go with that. But like the Luchasaurus Edge match. Oh, when, you know like, where Luchasaurus almost killed him, almost broke his neck. Bro. That was really. Are we doing that? Are we? Are we doing? Are we doing that? That was the hair of Edge having one match in AEW. Yeah. Are we doing that, Mister Soros? Mister Copeland, are you sure you want to stay there in amateur hour, or do you want to come back to the pros? I'm just curious. Do you want to do glorified house shows, or do you do do you want to come back to the professionals? Because I don't want you to get hurt. So, Adam, you want to you want to just call 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 Buddy Trips real quick? Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on back. Bring Christian with you. Ronald said, I didn't even watch AEW. Exactly, right? You didn't have to. You can just go on Instagram and, and watch five minutes of it and be like, well, there's that. 
I thought it was funny that somebody was a dynamite in one of the suites and they were watching NXT on the TV. Wait, what? There was like, there's somebody showed like the suites that were like around the dynamite thing, like uh-huh. where we were for the WNBA thing, but there was a TV and they were watching NXT oh, instead of my. like watching straight ahead, like actual dynamite live. I mean, that was great. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And it's, you know what's crazy? Just to, just to touch on that again with the match quality thing, um, 100%, it's very evident that more initiative is put towards even the developmental crew in NXT than the guys who are coming in every night professionally on AEW. True. Um, mishaps like that aren't happening. And these are kids that have been wrestling for six months to maybe three years, three years at the most. <clears throat> and you have guys like Luchasaurus who are tombstone pile driving edge and almost killing him. So very true. Do you think they strapped the rocket onto Carmelo Hayes on Tuesday? Not yet, but it's coming. Between him getting teamed up with Cena and then the Undertaker coming out, basically giving him the nod, I would have been like he came out with the greatest tweet. It was like he was like, it's like my WWE 2K career. It's like in real life. It's 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 coming. It's coming. He's going to have a huge coming out party in the Royal Rumble for sure. But that's another thing. Is he ready? There's only one way to find out. Or is he going to get to the main roster and become Cameron Grimes 2.0? Oh, God. So I'm just saying it's possible. But but then again, now that Mr. Uh, Vince is no longer in creative control at all. Very true. We're Heading that way right now, the WWE report. Reports say Endeavor has handed creative control to Triple H. Vince Vince McMahon is no longer part of the creative process. This is a this is a sore point. Um, I love Vince, and I want Vince to always be there because he's a genius. He has proven time and time again, even by letting people go that they were the right people to let go because they're over in AEW sometimes squandering their lives away into nothingness. And what's crazy is this is, this is insane. Edge left. They let him walk. He goes to AEW and there's no needle mover rating. No, no needle. The needle didn't move at all. No, they actually lost viewers from like week. That's insane. It's Edge. Adam, whatever we're calling him now. But what is happening? Clearly, Vince knows. Vince knows. So I'm a little worried that he's gone, but I also am really happy that Triple H is running creative on a day-to-day basis fully uh, because I think that he will absolutely um, get his kids over. I think that's why the big rumor came out of Karrion Cross getting a – Major push because that's definitely one of Triple H's guys. Get ready to watch paint dry, guys. But you can also see, like, I can also imagine, like, Ricochet's going to get a huge push out of this. Stroman. Like, all those, like, big NXT people. Which is cool. But at the same time, don't don't lose sight of your legends. True. Don't lose sight of your legends. You also got to make new stars at some point. Of course. But there's, there's a fine line. There's a good way to do it. There's a good way to blend it. Also, in case of emergency, break glass for Goldberg. Send all your hate mail to Ryan at thoughtscountanywhere.com. 
<laughs> it should be brute. In case of emergency, break glass for Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> well, that yes, one hundred percent. Not freaking gold. Okay, so that being said, right, with Triple H getting his kids that step up, is this why Bronson Reed won the number one contenders match on Raw? I could totally see that. But I think it's just a huge way to get Gunther over because he's power bombing like fucking Bronson Reed is going to be the highlight of like the week. I can already see it coming. He's over already, though. I mean, like he's over, but he is. Him like doing some crazy thing to like some four hundred pound guy. Everyone's gonna be like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, that's true. I have a feeling it's gonna have to be a over the turnbuckle thing. Yeah, like he's gonna go up for the tsunami or whatever he calls it. Yeah, and uh, and Gunther's gonna have to come up and do it off of that. I don't see him like directly on, just picking him up. Yeah, I don't yeah. see that. There's no way. If he does, I will lose my mind. If Gunther doesn't like go directly into like a world heavyweight championship thing, the very moment he loses the intercontinental title, they're doing it wrong. I'm okay with I'm okay if they want to do a slow build to it. Um, Gunther's a very safe wrestler. Yeah. Uh, he has a very safe like style about him too, as far as like he doesn't do anything where he's gonna blow a knee out or anything like that. Yeah. So. I'm okay with them doing a slow burn on it and letting it. I feel like it's working. The slow burn with him is working because, I mean, you let him take the Intercontinental title thing, the the record. Do we want to tease him taking the World Heavyweight title record too? I think that would be sick. Oh, yeah. Just tease it. You don't have to do it, but tease it. True. So. Also on Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre came out and challenged Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship at Crown Jewel. It's a banger. That's a banger match. That match is going to be off the hook. And yeah. I almost see Seth losing this. Do you? Drew McIntyre has never gotten like his championship win in front of people. But are they going to give it to him at Crown Jewel? I don't like, know. They tend to like, now that they put title like storylines in the Crown Jewel thing, they seem to do title changes over there like frequently. I mean, I don't know. I, it feels cheap to me. I feel like McIntyre needs to win in, in in the United States or in the UK. It will mean that much more. Uh, I think he deserves it, especially carrying the company through, um, you know, the COVID era. But they wasted such a big opportunity—a clash at the castle. That place would have went. I know. Uber insane. I know. I know. It's all good, though. We'll see. I'm going to give you something to ponder. Give you something to ponder. The new CEO of TKO, Ari, said the WWE Monday Night Raw doesn't mind going off on Mondays. That's sickening. That it is makes insane. me disgusted. When Why? do you think they can go? We'll talk about it after the commercial break. I've got a lot. But I've we'll got to be right back because this is insane. I've got to collect my thoughts for this one. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. 
Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts come anywhere because they do. Well, hello, good people of planet Earth. Is this thing on? Hello. I can't see you out there in TV land, so I'm going to rely upon the honesty of the Internet that I know you're on the other side of this mirror. And me, your warlord of weird Sinbodi, is hoping that if you want to stumble upon the greatest form of Internet entertainment of all time, even though the Internet's only been around for about 23 minutes, I would like you to watch WWTBTV. Com. It is amazing. It is awesome. They'll teach you the meaning of life. They'll teach you all sorts of cool stuff, how to turn peanut butter into jelly, and so many other things. And if you're going to watch, do it with styles. Do I look like I'm clowning around? Is this thing on? And we're back. Hmm. Well, Monday Night Raw, not on Monday nights. I've had time to sit here and collect my thoughts. They were everywhere. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's um, no. Okay, it's just no. Raw needs to stay on Monday. You can't call it Wednesday Night Raw. You can't call it Tuesday Night Raw. You can't call it Thursday Night Raw. You can't call it Saturday. It's Monday Night Raw, baby. Facts, but... There's like wrestling every day of the week now. Like, if it's not on Mondays, you're in competition with somebody. I don't have a problem with that. They're, they're going to blow whoever they go into competition with, they're going to blow them out of the water. It literally doesn't matter to me. Very true. But we're so like, we've been watching Raw like on Monday since 1993. Like, it would be criminal to change it. Yeah, I was going to say it'll be sacrilege, but yeah, you don't do it. You just don't do it. There are some things like I get it. TKO is all about money and it's very obvious. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like changing it to a different day isn't going to isn't going to improve ratings. It isn't going to um, tune more people. There's people that are so conditioned to coming in on Mondays and watching the show. Uh -huh. Them not having it, and then what? Kind, somebody's gonna want it. NXT gonna move to Monday, and then you know, brought us Tuesday. That's stupid. <sighs> Nobody cares. Just no. leave Raw on Monday. It's the perfect way to start your week. Don't change it. Just shut up. <laughs> shut up. TKO. <laughs> it's whatever. Fastlane was last weekend. What was your favorite match from the show? My favorite match from the show is this. Is this gonna be weird? I feel like it's weird. I feel like it wasn't everybody's favorite match. This is the LWO versus the Street Profits. Is that weird? I don't think anybody wanted that as their. I don't think anybody pinned that as their favorite match. I think there's some people out there just because of Carlito came back. But why was it your favorite match? Because I'm a huge fan of the LWO. I love the game. I love that they brought the gimmick back. I love all the guys, and I love. I just. I don't know. It, it, plus. It's Rey Mysterio. Like every, yeah. Rey Mysterio can do can do no wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> so whatever he does is just perfect. And I don't know. I, it, I I just liked it. I liked it. It was a good. It was a good mix of emotion here and there. They told a great story with not having a partner. Then it was a situation where he was begging for the tag, and then Carlito's music hits, and then it's like, oh, he's here to save the day. It was just a very good 
classically written wrestling match, tag team match where you don't, or your partner doesn't show up and it as predictable as it was because dirt sheets, but it was just super cool to see that all play out like it did. And Carlito got a massive pop. You can't go wrong with that. True. So that's why, that's why that was my favorite match. My favorite match was the tag team title match. I don't think anybody expected Jay and Cody to actually win it. But my favorite moment of that night was the press conference. Yeet. Yeet. What did you think of Cody and Jay's press conference? That was the greatest thing I have ever seen. That was so, okay. First of all, I love that WWE is doing press conferences now. Um, I think that this is completely a little, uh, it started off as a little like, Elbow to Tony Khan and his little press conference, his media scrums, as he likes to call them. Uh, and I think they are hilarious. Um, they should let more wrestlers come on there drunk because that was <laughs> fantastic. Um, the amount of memes that have been made from that press conference from Jay and the amount of memes and just like compilation videos of Jay and Cody clearly being inebriated <laughs> and it was fantastic. Like th there were so many times where they asked Cody a question and then Cody directed it to Jay and Jay was like, <laughs> like it was, it was fantastic. Like, you really asked me a hard, can you not ask me a hard question right now? It was fantastic. <laughs> Allowing them to let their personalities come out is super cool. I, I really think that's cool. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing that translate a little bit onto the screen too. Me too. That makes some entertaining TV. Yeah. And then again, now you're allowing Cody and Jay to show versatility in their characters. It's Correct. okay to put them in a funny role yeah. if it makes sense. If it's just a funny role, just to book them and, and get a good laugh out of the boys in the back, eh, not so much. Yeah. But I mean, perfect example: somebody like Kane was able to just flourish in a funny role. True. So, and he's one of the best wrestlers ever. <laughs> so, whatever. Anyway, hey, you know what else happened that I I, I uh, definitely want to talk about? Huh. Uh, you know what? What else happened? Jade Cargill faced uh, went face to face with uh, Charlotte Flair on SmackDown, and boy, oh boy, did you hear the pop? That was, that was the, loud. The when she showed up on NXT, did you hear the pop? Uh, and I'm like, wait a minute, why does he keep showing up in her freaking wrestling gear? Though? You leave her alone because she can't. Because why? she's Jade Cargill. That's why. Stop it. Every time she comes out, I was like, oh, she's about to wrestle or something. Nah, nah. She's just being extra, though. Good. She, she should. She's awesome. <laughs> she's the best. Don't you make fun of her. So when are we buying our tickets to Philadelphia if it ends up being Jade Cargill and Charlotte at WrestleMania? Uh, as soon as that match <laughs> is announced, I'll be there. As soon as that... Yeah. As soon as that match is announced, they'll be there. Speaking of SmackDown, we did see the return of Roman Reigns. We did. Finally. Finally. After he celebrates 100 days of not defending his goddamn belt. Yep, 100 days. It's insane. Did he, did he actually make it 100 days? Yeah. That's madness to me. That is madness to me. You know, Ronald, I can't wait for that match either. Trust me. I can't wait for any match. <laughs> uh I had to stare down at him and Cody. I was like, this better be like WrestleMania again. And we better get the right result. He's got to, he's, 
this story has to go somewhere. Uh, you can't tease it and then let it go. But then he ended up starting like a feud with L.A. Knight, which, yeah, that'll throw him definitely into the next like stratosphere of a push. Well, well, it'll turn into L.A. Knight versus Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel, I would imagine. So, uh oh. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. I agree with you. He said, so he said, why does Jade always show up in her wrestling gear? Uh, he said, to quote Matt Cardona, because she's always ready. Boom. Makes sense. Fantastic. Fine. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, this scares me a little bit for LA Knight because obviously this is setting up for Crown Jewel. Yeah. Um, he's going to lose. True. Is a loss to Roman like is a loss for Roman. I mean, is a loss for LA Knight from Roman. Is that a bad thing necessarily? Probably not. But LA Knight is so fresh into his push that I don't know if it's smart to do that right now. Then again, I'm not the mastermind in the back and I'm not the guy calling the shots. So maybe Triple H sees something else. I don't know. I think maybe just like putting him like up in that situation to see if he can hang in the main event might be on their mind. Or maybe they think the fans, like if he's like up to get a title shot, maybe they'll just think he's like a main event person, like down the road, like to stay there or I don't know, but cause I'm going to be completely honest with you. And this is a very unpopular opinion. Thomas, I do not think that I do not think Hunter pulls the trigger and puts the belt on LA Knight. Oh no, um, definitely not. There's a bigger, not yet at least. Yeah, there's a bigger picture here that I think they're trying to that I think they're trying to you know there's a bigger story that I try that they're trying to tell. However, I'm almost a little worried that currently in LA Knight's career, where he stands right now, he is a transitional champion only. As as his as he sits right now, uh, he's only good enough to be a transitional champion, and I hate that because I think that they can capture lightning in a bottle with him, but it's just going to take some more time. True, because I can see him getting like a Miz style run where it's like what three months. That sucks. Miz didn't even deserve a three month run. Miz is fantastic. I feel like that's all LA Knight's good for right now. And that's not a dig to him. That's just where he's at in his storytelling right now. Because he's still very fresh to the main casual viewer. True. Sure, is he hot? Because he can come around and go, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's not. that's nothing close to what? <laughs> that's nothing close to that. I'm still bitter we didn't get that at WrestleMania. Me too. And I, I know one day we will, and that's going to be fantastic. Very true. Anyway, also on SmackDown, it was announced Triple H came out and I thought he was going to make like a way bigger announcement than he actually did. But it was revealed that Adam Pierce is now the general manager of Monday Night Raw because the job is just too big for one person to manage both shows. It's what he was doing, running around. It's official. And then they announced that Nick Aldis is the new 
general manager for SmackDown. What do you think of Nick Aldis being a general manager? Does nothing for me. Does nothing for anybody at all. Does nothing for you know how many people had to probably Google who Nick Aldis was? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And his I, dig on Dominic and that segment was funny just because of Triple H's little <laughs> his little quirks on like Dominic were hilarious. Like when Dominic came out and like he tried to talk and them everybody started booing and Triple H was like, I thought they like piped that in, but I guess not. He's like, damn, that's loud. <laughs> that's then great. he tried to talk again. He's like, maybe your microphone isn't working. Try this one. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's hilarious. Triple H was definitely the star of that segment. That was great. rightfully so. This is why. This is why you enjoy your veterans while you still have them. And always bring them back. Bring back your legends. Well, to go back to NXT real quick. Brian Pillman Jr. is now a NXT star. What do you think of like him burying his dad on like his vignette? It killed me. Okay. It that that whole vignette killed me. I know some people were like, oh, this is cool. He's making his own thing. Here's the problem with that. You look just like your dad. Like exactly like him. Your whole indie career and AEW career, well, glorified indie career, I'm not even going to call that professional, um, is was exactly that. It was, I built my life and my career based off of my father, Brian Pillman. Uh, I look like him. I wrestle like him. I even have a lot of moves with him. And now I'm going to come to NXT and I'm going to call myself Lexus King. The cool thing about it is there's a great story on how he selected the name. Yeah. Which is great. I believe something about his sister or something so like that. The father figure that actually raised him. Yeah, that well the king part, but the the yeah. Lexus part is about his sister. Oh, okay. Um which I think is really cool. And he didn't say that in the vignette. He uh, actually said that afterwards in an interview. Oh, okay. Um but why? Why just let him be Brian Pillman Jr. Like let him be let, let him do it. Like I don't know. He, when you look just like your dad, it's that's like if if Michael McGillicuddy or whatever we called, how many different names did he get? A couple. Yeah. B team, B team, go go go. If he had long hair, I would be like, okay, let's. You know, he looks like Mister Perfect. He you can call him something. Hen. But whatever. Same thing with Brian. I don't know. I don't. I. I'm, he's gonna be Brian Pillman Jr. forever to me. Lexus King is weird. Yeah, that's definitely kind of weird. Like he went like that hard, like in his on his dad. Yeah, it, like just to begin with. Like I can see wanting to get out of a shadow, or like you're always going to be Brian Pillman's son, no matter what you do. But I mean, look like, at putting the emphasis on it is. Look at Charlotte Flair. She's a bona fide megastar, and her dad's Ric Flair. Uh, what? It's oh, you can do. Yeah, you can do it. You just got to have the company trust in you. I feel like the company trusts in him just because they want to do right by his dad. True. And I don't know. Even though he says like he doesn't want to be like his dad, I can see him being like the loose cannon and all that kind of stuff later on. 100%. He kind of looks like a mix between Brian Pillman and the Tiger King. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He does. 
They should, oh, they should call him like Lexus Exotic or <laughs> something. Jeez. It's going to start a whole Poor thing. Guy. I'm making memes of this when I get off here. I feel bad, man. I really like the guy. I, I think he's a good wrestler. I think he's a great. He's got a good look, too. True. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that's another thing, too, on the NXT thing. Having um, the Ava Rain and Paul Heyman thing. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. Right? It makes yeah. sense. But why did why did Paul Heyman have to be like, see this bloodline sticker on my uh, phone? And then emphasis on the camera, bloodline sticker on my phone. We we know why you were there, dude. We know why you were there. We know. I don't think we needed you to 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 be like, hey, do you see that? That's a bloodline sticker. I'd be like, hey, you know I manage your entire family? Except for you. The whole world and your knows. dad. The whole world knows this. The whole world knows this. I laughed when they showed the sticker, and I was like, well, if she ends up in the bloodline. You know the rock's coming at some point. Yeah. If she doesn't, I don't know if he is. There's still gonna be there's still gonna be a way to tie it in. Yeah. There's still gonna be there's gonna be a way to and this was the first time they actually teased the fact that she's the rocker. Uh which is cool. Yeah. So is she gonna get a name change? Is you think she... that'll be like the ultimate like NXT like pop for the ratings if they ever do like Ava Rain and The Rock versus some other random mixed tag or whatever. I I truly he's got to wrestle with his daughter once. I oh he will. I truly believe that Triple H and Shawn Michaels are so petty that they will book The Rock for NXT at some point. I can totally see it. The, if, if even if it's just a promo, the next time before Ava makes it to the main roster. The next time they go up against Tony Khan in any way, they're going to book The Rock for NXT, and it's going to be hilarious. I bet you, if like they <laughs> NXT end up going against NXT goes against AEW again, there's just going to be like Stone Cold The Rock and Goldberg or something. Like it's going to be like crazy, crazy. Stone Cold Rock Foley or something. Yeah, like Kane. Just stone cold in the rock is all you need. You can't bring Kane out because you can't do Kane's pyro in that small arena. No. But. I'd burn the campus down. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, You know, whatever. I, I just, I love seeing Tony squirm. I really do. And oh, this he's, is, he's still, he's still butthurt. He, he has to be. And, and I'll be completely honest. I watch both shows. I go to, every time we've gone to all the, AEW shows that have been out here. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like I'm not saying this as, as I'm not trying to be a WWE fanboy, but I am saying this, you know, as as a person who understands the production and entertainment value way more and the safety of the performers in WWE way more. It's going to take AEW years and years to even get near the production WWE. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Well, let's get some AEW on the mind while we. Think that over. Let's go to break real quick, pay some bills, and then we'll talk about somebody's visa issues. Uh-oh. And why they lost their damn belt. Oh, but we'll be right back. 
Dilo Brown. If you want to be part of one of the greatest podcasts on the world, thoughts count anywhere every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific. Now recognize that. Hey, everybody. Aaron Filson. I'm standing with Anthony Miller. Hey, I have a quick question for you. What's the name of your favorite wrestling show? Thought Sounds Ninjas. What a convenience. Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. If this guy watches it, better watch it also on Facebook. This is your Warlord of Weird Sinbody, and you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere right here on Facebook, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Stay tuned. Do I look like I'm clowning around? <laughs> Buddy, I'm Aaron Phillips, and I am with the legend. And Sabu, you were telling me earlier about a special wrestling show that you really like, and that is what? Thoughts count anywhere, that's a coincidence. The same show that runs Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on Facebook. You better listen to the man to watch. Aloha, this is April Hom, the Royal Hawaiian from Globe, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. And we're back. Yay! From the WWDB TV studio. AEW. Ray Phoenix apparently lost his international championship because his visa expired and he was going to lose a title no matter what on Tuesday. So originally he was supposed to be John Moxley, but he wasn't medically cleared to wrestle, so they threw Orange Cassidy in the match and. Now Orange Cassidy is your new international champion. It's amateur hour in AEW. <laughs> um, this is, again, goes 100% right back to my point. AEW is the B League, minor league. It's not even there. I understand in the pro wrestling world, I 100% I, I get it. There are times where you've got to change the match on the fly. And I think when Mox was injured and he called the match on the fly to begin with to lose the title, extremely professional. Yeah. Insanely professional, great thing to do. However, your wrestler in the ring with WWE experience is the one who called that. Yeah. Now your booking is acting like an indie fed by just throwing titles around instead of finding creative ways to to work around. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't an injury that, that was the reason why he had to drop the title. Yeah. But there could have been a creative way to do this. And it didn't have to be it didn't have to be Orange Cassidy. No, he was already champion for like a long time. Yeah. They should give it to somebody else that they've been meaning to push, like a Ricky Starks or a... and, yeah. And not throw tag titles on him and Big Bill or whatever they call him now. That guy has a personality of a cardboard box. Yeah. I still don't understand how big Bill is. And I don't think that. If he wasn't seven feet tall, he wouldn't have a job. I agree. And if he didn't have Enzo with him in his corner for all his years, he wouldn't be anything. Oh, no. And I don't, I, as much as I like Ricky Starks, and I think Ricky Starks has charisma out the ass, I don't think he has enough charisma to keep. Uh, Big Bill or whatever the hell they call him now. Uh, I don't. I just don't see it. It's big boring. Big, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but that sucks. I mean, so Ray Phoenix needs to get that 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 visa thing situated. Um, 
and you know that's gonna be a problem. Uh, Speaking of randomly throwing titles around, why in God's name did they give the title to Sheeta again? Because Tony Khan is a little fanboy that does whatever his favorite wrestlers tell him to do. In this case, Kenny Omega loves Sheeta. It's like his little. I don't know if he like likes her like that, like likes her, likes her. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. But like, I feel like it's uh, since she went to his school and all that, and it's like his little. Uh, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I, Kenny, you better chill out. I'm just saying. This is better than when he was on that Riho kick because she looked like a little child. Yeah. In the ring. And same thing with her. That was a Kenny Omega move. Uh, and I don't know why she. This is what she's a three-time champion now. Yeah. Uh, For what? I have no. It's like that's like their break glass. We don't know what to do with the women's division. Put the title on Cheetah. You have Britt Baker on your roster. Oh my God! Every week I have to hear this. You have Britt Baker. You have Britt Baker. You have Britt. She's the best woman on the roster. By no, a mile. she's not. Who's better? On in the AEW roster right now, it was Jade, but she's gone. So Chris Statlander is better than is not better. even close. Yep. Eric yep. Chris Statlander on a microphone. That's like paint drying. I mean, Britt Baker. Britt Baker's one. only has D M. Uh-huh. That's all she has. So let's be real. Let's be real. Let's talk. Let's 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 argue that fact. Let's go. Go ahead. Fire your best shot. I think Ruby Soho is better. I think Tony Storm is better. Tony Storm's better, like a lot better on the. She's gotten a lot better on the microphone. I think Sky Blue is better. Better than Britt Baker? Yep. No. She's got better ass. Facts, but she's better in the. <laughs> Britt Baker is the best all-around performer in AEW. Yeah, I mean, when your when your women's roster is absolute shit, yeah. <laughs> Put her in WWE. I was gonna say, do you think, how, tag, where do you think she would go in tag WWE? Division. Tag division. Tag division, hundred percent. Unless Adam Cole comes back to WWE and then brings her along, then Triple H is gonna be like, "Let me make it right to my children." I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you guys uh, the world uh, heavyweight champions, uh, both of you. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, yeah, gotta make all my kids from NXT uh, right. Uh. That's what Trips is gonna do. That's the only way Britt Baker gets over is if Adam Cole comes with her to WWE. Then she gets a push solely because Adam Cole is back. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before like. Before what? He plays the new WWE 2K video game? Because that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's what he's He's not working out. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> Who do you think goes back to WWE first? Malachi Black or Adam Cole? I want to say Black because his contract might be up sooner. Because Adam Cole's is on freeze because of the injuries. Oh, true. So I think. I, I'm almost certain that's what I read. Malachi Black used to go back. Right. Although the House of Black stuff is really cool. I do like the House of Black, but with his wife being in WWE and the push that he's been promised forever, mm-hmm. I can definitely see him being like a top star. Yeah, me too. He has it. He has it. He does have it. He does have it. Speaking of um, 
of you know AEW and everything. Uh, <laughs> MJF really landed a movie role. Yeah, playing huh. a musician in some new movie. Look at that. MJF landed a movie role. Who would have thought like the movie star of AEW would have turned into MJF? There's something there. Yeah. There's something there. Also, it's funny because he just had a promo within the last year bashing all of the wrestlers that became movie stars. This is the second movie huh. he's doing now? Look at that. How the tables have turned and the turntables have time to turn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that joke is from. Um, there's, a, there's a joke where, some, where it's like an ongoing internet meme right now where they say, where they mess up that quote where it's like how the tables have turned yeah, and then it's like where the turntables have timed or something. And I'm like, <laughs> somebody said that to me yesterday and I started dying laughing. So I had, I had to use it today. You, Tonight um, on collision, Brian Danielson will face Christian cage for the TNT championship. That match is going to be a banger, but I wonder how Adam Copeland is going to interfere in this. Cause as much as I'd like to see Daniel Bryanson win the championship, I don't see it happen. No, he's not winning that title. Um, I well, then again, it's AEW, so maybe who knows? Maybe they have a last minute change, and I don't know that one kid, the, the stupid kid, the kid that looks like he weighs like twenty five pounds. Oh, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne. Tony Khan will just throw him in the match, and he'll somehow win. Who knows? Like that, that's how AEW booking is. But again, you have two former WWE guys wrestling for a title on your show as the main event. Wait, when you said like Vince always knows like the right people to let go. Can you explain Sir Strickland? Because that guy should have never been released. That dude is. He's another one that's got it. Do you think so? Definitely. He's like fucking amazing in the room. I see nothing there. You know? No. He is useless to me. I know that's crazy, and I know I'm going to get some heat for that. I don't see it. I don't see it. What is the gimmick? I'm a rapper? Wow, congratulations. What a freaking gimmick. Oh, whoa, dude. You're so original. Like, really? That's your gimmick? Because I really want to know what the gimmick is. Well, with your stance of AEW... Who, like, originally from AEW think actually could make it in WWE Luchasaurus. to, like, the main event level? Lucha oh, never mind. Not main event. Uh, MJF. MJF. Uh, I, 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 mm. That's about it. Like, your hot take on... Jay Cargill? <laughs> well, she's obviously going to make I, it She's a star. Sure. Like, there's not a question. She's a star. Like how you don't see it in Swerve, I really never saw it in like Adam Page. I don't either. I, I think Adam Page is a joke. Like, like he never really did it for me. And then I hear like interviews of like legends trying to give him advice. He's like, I'm the champion. I don't need to hear what you have to say. Yeah. I, I was just like, what? what? No, he's a, he's, he's a joke. That guy's a joke. Um, I, he's a joke. Thomas said uh, he thinks Ricky Starks gets to main event level. Are you just saying that because you saw him at versus training or, or are you saying that because you really believe it? 
Um, I can definitely. He's definitely gonna end up in WWE because he's like Cody's buddy. I don't see him going main event though. No, he's definitely not gonna get main event level. U.S. But. title, Intercontinental title, no problem. He'll yeah. be in the same position that Austin Theory is in. I, you gotta be larger than life. I know people hate the fact that the Titans are the ones that rule the the the, the wrestling landscape, but you gotta be believable. Ricky Starks is like 170 pounds. Uh, like, bro, I can like actually clothesline the guy and he'll feel it hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like Brian Danielson. At least there was something there that made him believable. And 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 I'll touch and I'll touch on a on a on a controversial person. But back in the day, guys had reasons that they were believable if they were not titans, if they were not giants. There was feats of strength. Cena had to lift up Big Show and, and show the world how hard it was. Uh, then it was like, whoa, this guy is a titan. He can lift up Big Show. Um, then he did the Big Show and, I believe, Edge on the double FU. Uh, that was a feat of strength to prove to you that these guys are larger than life. Then you have the small guys, the Rey Mysterios, the 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 Chris Benoit's. Chris Benoit had to come out there and go, "Yes, I know I'm small, but I'm jacked, and I am this good in the ring technically." And he had to tell you that every night. Kurt Angle was believable; he was small, but guess what? Still bigger than half the AW guys. Eddie and Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, like all Rey Mysterio, all these guys had a reason to tell you. What does what does somebody like Surf have? Oh, now I'm doing steroids, so so that so that I'm doing that, and I'm a rapper. Um, my move set is average, at best. What is what what? How are you telling me that you're different? That you're a titan? That you're somebody that can make um, get to that next level? Like La Knight is pushing the fact that he's a megastar. Yeah. He's telling you, I'm a megastar. He sounds like it on the ring, on the mic. Looks like it in the ring. Also, the dude looks like a million bucks. He's got a better body than the entire AW roster. True. I mean, Vince has a better body than the entire AW roster, <laughs> and he's gonna be eighty. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's quickly do some impact news because I've I knew we were doing this show for a couple days, and I saw this. Oh. The former Vladimir Kozlov made his Yee! debut in Impact Wrestling as Olog Perdias, I think it went by, and he helped Dirty Dango win a five-way match to secure his last spot in the Battle Royal for Bound for Glory. What do you think of the former Vlad- Vladimir Kozlov this being in Impact? makes my heart so full with joy. I remember how much you loved him when he was like Vladimir Kozlov in yes. WWE. So I was like, damn, Ryan must be losing his shit. I was so, you have no idea how happy I was. You have no idea. I was so outrageously happy to see him back in a ring and do stuff. I I love that guy. I really do. He has a look. He now he looks even more badass, but he has a great look. He's a big dude. Um, just wasn't great in the ring and wasn't great on the mic. Uh, but it could have been something cool had he been paired with somebody that could talk for him. True. And had he got had they given given him more time to get better in the ring, that would have been amazing. So I'm super happy. I love the guy. NWA announces that they have signed a TV deal starting in 2024 with a top 20 station. I don't even know what that means, but if they say top 20, what's the 20th most popular station in the United States? Lifetime. No. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Hopefully they get like a good, hopefully they end up in a good spot on a good day. It was not like 
we're on TBS, but we're on at like two in the morning on a Tuesday. It's probably so good luck trying to watch us. Probably what it is, but it's all but good. hopefully it's in a good spot on a good station because they do have some good wrestling. Like watching Power, they have no, they do, they do. It, it's a fun thing. It's a fun little throwback, and I think fa- I think fans, the more fans get exposure to it, they might like it. Yeah, it's like Impact. Like they put on good shows. They just need a better freaking deal. Yep. More eyes need to be on that product. So we got a couple minutes left. We'll do some pop culture. Let's do it. We were at game two of the WNBA Yee! finals, and they blew out the freaking Liberty. Aces. <laughs> Aces. Do you see this series getting past Sunday? Nope. Uh, on uh, this, this Sunday. Sunday, 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 tomorrow. Um, you will see. You're new. Two-time. 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 WNBA champions, the Las Vegas Aces. Bye bye. It's great. It's I'm happy. I selfishly I wanted them to lose and come back home and win here at home. But we got a two peat on our hands, Vegas. We have a two peat on our hands, Vegas. You know why Mark Davis bought the Aces? Tell me why. So he can actually own a successful franchise. I agree with that. Because the Raiders are trash. Yep. Yeah. He wanted to feel know how it felt to like hold up a trophy. Well, he's gonna. That was the it. only way that was happening. Is well, he gonna the feel it again, big dog. He gonna feel it again. I was so mad when I saw that it was like one, two, and five were here, and I was like, I kind of wish they were the two seed just so they can win it here. Yeah, but there's no way that's getting past Sunday. Yeah. No, that's true, man. I you know, but it's okay because guess what? The parade is gonna be litty. Hell yeah, it is. So going to be a lot of people there. Yep. How's that going to work, though, with the F1 construction? Yeah, actually. They're going to have to do uh, where? Maybe T-Mobile Arena, I guess? Like down there somewhere? Yeah, somewhere near like the – probably just do it in that big area. So Yeah, I'm cool with that. We should do that. Let's do it. Aces, aces, aces. All right. Also, there's some big event you're part of this weekend. It's a huge event that I'm a part of this weekend. What's happening this weekend? You know what's happening this weekend? What's happening actually right now? What actually started uh, 57 minutes ago, um, and it was open Friday also, is the LV Renaissance Fair down at Sunset Park. Go down there. Uh, get in there. Um, go do all kinds of uh, nightly and piratical things. Maybe be a Viking if you want. I was a Viking yesterday. Today I'll be a pirate. Um, come see me. Come say hi. Go watch people sword fighting and jousting and doing all kinds of cool things. Sunset Park, today, tomorrow, your last two days. Why don't you come and do it? Hell yeah. I go to that thing like every year. I'm going to yep. try to go tomorrow before work. Yeet. That thing is always so fun. Say <laughs> goodbye. Got to grab a turkey leg and watch some people fight. Get you a turkey leg. Have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to see you down at the Renaissance Fair in about two hours because I got to get dressed. everybody have a good safe week i guess i'll go like unlock the padlock and bring the old folks back next week so we'll probably have chief and aaron here tomorrow or next week everybody have a good everybody have a good time it's not going to be too hot this week thank god stay safe out there have a good week